1: Romans 5, verse 6. What are we talking about again? God is love, or the love of God. God is love. Verse 6 says, For when we were still without strength. Now, this is a description of the love of God that is poured out into our our heart. The revelation that we have in our heart of the love of God. This is the revelation of it. This is why this love, listen very carefully, this is why this love, does not disappoint. Or why this hope that is based on love, this is why this hope that is based on love does not disappoint. You can say this love does not disappoint. The hope that is based on love does not disappoint. Why doesn't it disappoint? That's what we're looking at. We want to see a description of this kind of love. This is the love of God different from the love of man. This is different from human love. This is divine love. This is what is being Describe to us. Remember again, the greatest love of man is for a man to lay down his life for his friends. That's the greatest. That's the height of it. Like we said, parents do this. They will lay down their life for their children. Lovers do this. They will lay down their life for their spouse, for their girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever. They lay down their lives for their wife, for their husband, they lay down their lives. Soldiers do this. The military people do this. They do do it for their fellow soldiers, for their fellow comrades. And they do it for us too. They lay down their lives for us so that we can have peace, so that we can have freedom, so that we can live in peace. Police officers do this also. Amen. But the love of God is greater than that. And that's what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at. Now, we want to see how this love, the love of God, is greater than the greatest human love. The greatest human love is for a man to lay down his life for his friend. So, how is the love of God greater than that? That's what we're checking out. Verse 6 says, For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ laid down his life for the ungodly. When we were still without strength, when we were at our weakest point, at our lowest point, at our most vulnerable point, in due time, just in time, just in time, Jesus showed up just in time. You know, man can be late. Oh, if I had been there. Even Mary and mother, said the same thing to Jesus. Jesus, if you had been here, my brother Lazarus wouldn't have died. Jesus, if you had been here just a moment before, my brother wouldn't have died. Saying, Jesus, you are late. Hmm? (laughs) Jesus, you are late. You came late. God, you came late. But here the scripture is saying, the love of God doesn't come late. Hmm? Did you hear that? The love of God doesn't show up late. Comes just in time. At the right time, you may be at your lowest point, at your weakest point, when we were without strength, when we couldn't help ourselves, the love of God showed up, Christ showed up to rescue us, to deliver us from death. Can you imagine somebody sentenced to death? By the way, we were all sentenced to death. Amen. We were all born into sin. We were all born into death because sin brought death. The wages of sin is death. We were all born into death. We were all born to die. And by the way, we're not talking about physical death because we're all going to die this physical no death. But we were all born to hell. But just in time, Christ came to deliver us from hell. Christ came to deliver us from eternal death in due time, just in time to rescue you. To rescue you. From whatever it is that may be troubling you. Whatever it is that may be perturbing your life. Whatever it is that may have bound you up. Whatever it is that you are afraid of. Jesus has brought you just in time. Because love never goes late. Never comes late. So after Mary and Martha said Jesus you came late. Jesus says if you believe you will see the glory of God. For I am what? the resurrection and the life. Amen. Meaning, you think it's late. Really, I am on time. God is always on time. Did you hear that? Or you may think, oh, wow, this is taking too long. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been patient. I've been patient. Actually, by this time, it's already over. It's late for me. It's late for me. I can do it again. I thought I was going to be able to do it. I can do it again. God says, it's not late. Amen. Remember Abraham and Sarah? It was pretty late. Pretty late for them. Hmm? Oh, forget it. After 25 years, forget it. And God still showed up. Amen. Because the God of love. He does not come late. So the scripture says here, for when we were without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for the ungodly. Huh. Not Christ died for the godly, but Christ died for the ungodly. Now, verse 7 says something really very powerful there, or it basically expantiates on this. Verse 7 says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone will even dare to die. Hen Ivy says, For Really, very rarely, will anyone die for a righteous person? They are not your friend. Hmm? They are just a righteous person. They are, they are good. You don't know them. You don't jump for them. You don't die for them. Hmm? They are good, but they are not your friend. Remember the description of the greatest love of a person? The one that lays down his life for his friend. Okay? Now, this one is saying, Really, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. It still happens, but it's very rare. Though for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. But God, the love of God is greater, is greater. Now, listen to the love of God. But, but God demonstrates, but God demonstrates his own love. This is his own love. This is God's love. This is his own love. This is divine love. This is God's kind of love. He demonstrates his own love. How? In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't die because we were good. He didn't die for us because we were good. He didn't die for us because we were his friends. In verse 10 says, For if when we were enemies, verse 10 says, If when we were enemies, we were reconciled. Meaning, God sent his son to die for us. We were God's enemies. But God still sent his son to die for us. Christ still died for us. We were not his friends. You don't see any person dying for their, for their enemy. You may see people dying for their friends, you no, know, dying for their brothers or sisters, because you know they have a relationship with them. They are in good terms with them. They have something together, but for someone to die for their enemy, only God can do that. Amen. That's why the love of God is greater than the greatest love of human. Amen. Wow. Jesus died for us, not because we were his friends, but because he wanted to make us his friends. Jesus died for us, not because we were his friends, because, but because he wanted to Make us his friends. Jesus died for us not because we were good or godly, but to make us good, to make us godly. That's why he died. This is the greatest love. This is the greatest love. It's only the greatest love that that can give the greatest gift. It's only the greatest love that can give the greatest gift. If somebody says, what's the greatest gift? What kind of gift will you count as the greatest gift that will really, really, really be pleasant and be pleasurable to you? That you will really appreciate what's the greatest gift that you desire that will really touch your life? Somebody ask you that. I believe you're going to be scratching your head and say, oh, let me think, let me think, let me think. If I were to ask you, what would be your answer? It's only the greatest love that can give the greatest gift. What is the greatest gift? What is the greatest gift? It's not the gift of a car. It's not the gift of a house, a mansion. It's not the gift of a college education you know, that will keep giving you. you know? The gift of a college education will keep on giving you. You keep on reaping the, the good effect of it. Some gifts are not so good. They get you in trouble. But a gift that doesn't get you in trouble. A gift that actually keeps on giving more and more and more and more to you. That is the gift of life. Amen. The gift of life. And not just any kind of life. Not just any kind of life. Not, we're not talking about the gift of a long life. Hmm. That's wonderful. The gift of a good life. They say life is good. And somebody say good life is better. Mm? We're not talking about the gift of life and just any kind of life or oh, the gift of celebrity kind of life or oh, the gift of a farm filled life, the gift of a beautiful life, the gift of this or that, the gift of life. What kind of life? The gift of eternal life. Amen. Amen. The gift of eternal life, a life that does not die. Hmm. Is there any life that doesn't die? Yes, there is a life that doesn't die. Is the life of God. Is the gift of the life of God. Jesus has come to give us the gift of life. The life that does not die. Hope that does not disappoint. Love that doesn't give up on you. And the only way we know this love, the only way we experience this love, is to accept, to believe what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. And what has he done for us in Christ Jesus? He gave us his son, his only son, to die for our sins. Meaning, so that we can live, he died. He died for us so that we can live. That is the greatest gift, the gift of eternal life. And that is what the Lord is offering to every one of us today.